This hour of Neil Sperry's Texas Gardening is sponsored by our good friends at Baylor Scott & White Health and by the My BSW Health app. It's designed to help busy folks like us manage our health care our way. And now, here's Neil. Thank you, Stuby, very, very much. Welcome back to our second hour for this uh, Sunday morning. If I can help you with a plant question, we have one line open for you right now. It's 800-288-WBAP. That translates to 800-288-9227. Please uh, call right now. Today's SPCA of Texas dog is unpronounceable. Let me get my tilde tongue going here. Bunyadik. Well, it's in a strange place for you. So, it's B-U-N-Y-U-E-L-O, and my mouth doesn't say that. Handsome four-year-old shepherd mix, currently looking for a foster home or family looking to foster to adopt. I looked at that name Friday when this came in, and I thought, I'm going to have trouble with this. And, um, and sure enough, and I didn't go back and practice it yesterday, I got home and just uh, did other stuff. Um, this dog needs some help, and let me not make light of the name. Let me start over, and I'll just let the name go as, uh, uh, yeah, I, I, can't, I can't come up with a name to, to go with. I'll spell it again for you in a moment. Handsome four-year-old shepherd mix is currently looking for a foster home or a family looking to foster to adopt. He has osteoarthritis and hip dysplasia. And the SPCA of Texas veterinarians are trying to find the right combination of medications that will make him most comfortable. The uh, SPCA is just full of heroes. That's all there is to it. And the foster people who work with the SPCA kind of extend that. They are heroes as well. Uh, he will need a foster who will be willing to give him his daily meds, bring him in every few weeks for a checkup. He loves his treats and his toys, but his favorite thing his attention from human friends. He is happy as long as he can hang by your side. He... Sorry, I'm having a little trouble with this one. He's just four years old. He's had some struggles. He was transferred to SPCA of Texas after being found as a stray in Ellis County, so they don't know a lot about him. But they do know he loves head scratches and leaning his whole body into you. He'll need a home with first floor access as he cannot climb stairs. Uh, lots of other medium and large dogs need foster homes for a few weeks or more. Fostering is free, and the SPCA of Texas provides everything you need to care for your foster pet. If you can open your heart and your home to a shelter pet, please sign up at spca.org foster. It's yet another URL for me to deal with here. Uh, it's not about Neil. This is about trying to help. SPCA.org slash foster. Now I'm going to spell this again. B-U and then N with the tilde. U-E-L-O. I just need somebody to say it once for me. Is waiting to meet you at the SPCA of Texas Jan Reese Jones Animal Care Center. To request an appointment to meet him, please fill out the application at spca.org slash foster. Just like all the pets at SPCA of Texas, he has been neutered, microchipped, he's had all of his age-appropriate vaccines. He's waiting for his new forever family at the SPCA of Texas Jan Reese Jones Animal Care Center located at 2400 Lone Star Drive at I-30 west of Hampton Road. Adoptions are available by appointment. Adopters will need to submit an adoption inquiry form in order to begin the adoption process and to schedule an appointment to complete the adoption. They invite you to browse their available animals at spca.org slash findapet. Visit spca.org slash dogadopt to inquire about a dog or spca.org slash catadopt to inquire about a cat. B-U-N with a tilde, U-E-L-O. That's a four-year-old shepherd mix. And um, I have psoriatic arthritis, and I also have vertigo. And, and thank heavens for people who are willing to help me and uh, in the medical community. And my wife, my, my always loving wife, we will have been married 54 years this coming Friday. 
and um, that's I think why I'm so rooting for this dog. Sponsored, well, here we go, by Baylor Scott and White. That's perfect. Here's an important message for you from Baylor Scott and White Health. It's about a new app that lets you manage your health care your way so you can keep yourself and your family in tip-top shape. It's the MyBSW Health app, and it helps you schedule appointments, get test results, message your doctors, even handle care for others in your family, all on your schedule and from wherever you are. All you have to do is text the word BETTER to 88408 to download it on your iPhone or Android device. That's BETTER, 88408. It's just another reason to do what the Sperrys have been doing for many, many years. That's saying thanks to Baylor Scott & White Health, and I can say it time and time and time again. I'll be uh, at uh, Baylor Scott & White McKinney tomorrow for uh, an appointment. So I'm a believer. I am really a believer. Text better to 88408. Baylor Scott and White Health. Get a better Texas.com. Warmer temperatures are here, and there's no better time to tend to the garden and your health. The MyBSW Health app from Baylor Scott and White Health helps you manage your health care from anywhere, and you don't even need a green thumb to download it. Text BETTER to 88408 to get it now. And now, back to Neil. All right, Mike says that's Buñuelo and a Mexican dessert. I don't know why the tilde is in there, though, because that gives it the Y sound usually. But maybe it's been too long since I had my Spanish, Mike. You think? Very likely. Let's go to our phone lines. Let's go to Joyce in Waco. Joyce, thanks for waiting on me. This is Neil. Good morning. Good morning, sir. I just want you to know how much I appreciate your show, and I love the book that you signed, and it is a pleasure to to look through it. Thank you. The pages are so beautiful and glossy and and it's just really a joy to look through but i well, have a you sad story <laughs> i have Uh-oh. a sad story i've got two beautiful i did have two beautiful live oak trees that are probably uh maybe 24 inches around and i planted them in uh uh 09 and they've been beautiful until this last year and um the one in the backyard is just beautiful like it always was, but the one in the front just leaped out on a couple of limbs for just a small time, and then they died. And, uh, of course, it's you know there's no leaves at all, and the bark is beginning to split. Have I lost it completely? Yeah, it sounds like it. That's uh, what the Forest Service addressed in that news release I was talking about last hour. Um, that's on my Facebook page. Uh, they're they're saying that if you have, and it sounds like you're way beneath this uh, threshold, if you have less than fifty percent uh, leaf canopy, then probably the tree is in pretty bad distress. And the farther below fifty percent you are, the the worse the problem. And yeah. when bark starts coming off, that's additional uh, concern. So yeah, I, I think probably that tree is going to have to be taken out, and it's it's just so sad. And it it's is. also so odd. Yeah, I know. There are a lot of them across Texas that are in that condition. Well, why would one one do that and the other one is just gorgeous? You know, just like the uh, but the uh, the one that died was really the prettier tree. Well, pretty has nothing to do with it. A lot of pretty people <laughs> died of uh, the uh, right. pandemic, and and uh, yes. it, it was indiscriminate in how it attacked people too. Uh, that's just the nature. Live oaks are pollinated by wind. They vary from one tree to the next in uh, in their genetics more than any other species you'll you'll look at look at live oaks down the street the healthy ones and you'll see that some of them are weeping and some are are rounded some are almost upright and uh, that's the genetics also so uh, that's that's what happened i'm so sorry i wish i had a better answer god bless you and your wife on your anniversary and wish you you. well and happiness sir well thank thank you so much much. have a great day appreciate your call very very much all right, that line is open. If you'd like to call, it's the only open line we have. It's 800-288-WBAP, 
800-288-9227. My book is Neil Sperry's Lone Star Gardening. It is only available by calling my office or, better yet, by going to my website. I chose not to put it in stores, not to put it on Amazon. My goal when I, when I did the book was, number one, to have the most complete, comprehensive book I could possibly do, and number two, to keep it at, as low-priced as possible uh, to, to help you. I wasn't out to make the maximum dollars. If I wanted to do that, I would have gone back through the, the same publisher that did the Cowboy Boot book uh, because that uh, book has sold more than a million copies. This book, in its fifth printing now, has sold 67,000 copies, which is pretty pale by comparison. But you know what? I've been able to sign every copy of this book. I couldn't do that with the Cowboy Boot book because they were out in stores all over the place, and this one I've sold out of our house. And uh, and before that, out of our office. But I just found it a lot easier, especially during the pandemic, to do it right from home and to take them directly to the back door of the post office, shove them in, go right out, put my mask on, obviously, before I went in, put gloves on. And uh, Lynn and I did that for the whole last year, and it worked out beautifully. There were some days that <laughs> we would take pickup loads of books, uh, 450 books at a time, and... and uh, it turned out to be a ton of books, one ton per per uh, delivery, and and that that took a lot of effort, but it was fun to do it, and and uh, I'd love to sign a book for you. Anyway, here is what the book has: it covers all topics of outdoor gardening for all parts of Texas. Every one of the 254 counties uh, is included in one way or another. Lawns, landscapes, annuals, perennials, fruit and vegetables, it's all in there. Chapter 2 is a 48-page calendar telling you when to plant, prune, fertilize, and spray all the plants that you're growing. So, 840 photos, 344 pages, a hardback printed on high-quality paper and printed and bound in Texas, not in another country overseas. So, all of that, and uh, here are the two ways that you can order the book so that I can sign it for you tonight. Well, one way, uh, if you want to have it signed tonight, you order it from my website at neilsperry.com, N-E-I-L-S-P-E-R-R-Y.com. I'll still sign it for you. It won't be quite as quick if you order it over the phone by calling my office Monday through Friday. That's 800-752-GROW, 800-752-4769. The better way, though, like I said, is at neilsperry.com. Severe storms in Texas pop up quickly with wind and hail that can damage your roof. Call Wortham Brothers Roofing at 972-562-5788. Schedule your free roof inspection or visit wbroofing.com. They've been in business more than 28 years. Wortham Brothers Roofing provides the highest quality workmanship materials and service. That's Wortham Brothers Roofing, 972-562-5788, wbroofing.com. Hello friends, this is Tommy Brummett, pastor of First United Methodist Church in downtown McKinney, inviting you to join us for worship. You can join us in person in McKinney and in Melissa, or join us online. Find out all options at sharingtheheart.org. First United Methodist Church, where the love of God is proclaimed and everyone is welcome. Thank you, Tommy, very much. The uh, 10.05 service is the next one up, uh, next one coming up. And um, if you're going to it, the church is at 315 North Church Street in downtown McKinney, just a couple blocks north of, um, you'd be coming in on Louisiana Street. Uh, if you are interested in uh, live stream, it's at sharingtheheart.org. And the contemporary services are at uh, 10.05 and 11.10 also. So uh, we use that building. <laughs> we really use that building. Uh, the live stream is also available to you. And the live stream for the contemporary services at uh, 11.10. I will tell you that uh, these are uh, posted on the website as podcasts later. So lots of, lots of opportunities. Ace is the place with the helpful hardware folks. My program is sponsored by your locally owned North Texas ace hardware dealers with local experts who know the right questions to ask to make sure you get everything you need and once they've helped you check off all the items on your list they'll give you some helpful advice as well they have some questions they want to ask back to make sure that everything is going well 
Stop by your locally owned North Texas Ace retailer, pick up some Pure Mason canning jars. Save a dollar on select Pure Mason canning jars with your Ace Rewards card, limit of six jars. Versatile Mason jars for canning, crafting, storing, decor, and more. They're heavy in weight and in quality. It includes the lids and the bands, a wide mouth in, in, uh, to store and to use the item easily. These are the best. These are the uh, Mason canning jars, and they're on sale. You save a dollar with uh, the Ace Rewards card, and uh, pick them up today at Ace. Ace stores, parts of our neighborhoods, each owned by a member of the community. Ace is the place with the uh, pure Mason jars on sale, and Ace is the place with the helpful hardware folks. This is the perfect time to get outside and get our plants and ourselves in tip-top shape. Freshen up your health care routine with the MyBSW Health app from Baylor Scott & White Health. Download it now to manage all your health care from anywhere, even from the garden. Once again, here's Neil. Thank you, Stuby. Let's go to Dawn in Commerce. Dawn, this is Neil. Good morning. Good morning. Yes, ma'am. Uh, I have about 17 30-year-old crepe myrtles with Asian ambrosia beetle damage. Really? It's is there anything that can be done about that? You know, I have not encountered that in person. And uh, how long have you been seeing this? Well, I just noticed it a couple of days ago. And so you have and the little toothpicks of, uh, of stuff coming out? Yep, I sure do. Wow. Um, a million little holes. Mm-hmm. Well, what... What I see in looking online, uh, Walter Reeves has a very good uh, write-up in Georgia. This is more of a problem on the East Coast, but it has uh, has come into Texas. Texas A&M has some information on ambrosia beetles, um, and they will get into crepe myrtles, not not commonly yet. Now, boy, I hope they don't become common. Um, and uh, Walter is a retired extension worker. His page would be a help to you, I think. If you'll, uh, if you'll, you go online. I'm, I'm sure, right? I do. All right. Uh, search Walter Reeves, R E E V E S, and Asian Ambrosia Beetle. Um, and you might. Well, I think it's just uh, under that. I don't think he has crepe myrtle specified. Uh, but okay. uh, he has some really good information and uh, lists several controls. But he is recommending, since crepe myrtles come back so freely from their roots, uh, this is not something that is uh, going to be uh, in the root system. You can cut them to the ground and let them regrow, which is not what you want to hear, but you can't get them out of the trunk once they're in there. Uh, there are sprays that can be used the minute that you see any evidence, but uh, you're way past that at this point. And uh, this yeah, would stop the, so. yeah, this would stop the the uh, spread of them to your other trees. They will get into other species of trees. Uh, Cypermethrin is is uh, one of the common ones. Permethrin is uh, another common insecticide you could use, and he has those listed. So that's what I would recommend okay. doing. I had to do a little research because I am, have not seen that on crepe myrtle, and I wanted to make sure that uh, that we were identifying the problem right. I'm sure it looks like it's oh. a possibility. That's a nasty little insect. Very much so. Have you seen the beetles? Have you seen the actual beetles? I have not. I just saw all the little holes and uh, the dust and then started seeing the little toothpicks of wood sticking out and Googled it, and that's what it said it was. Yeah. So. I think you're um, you're a good detective. Well. I try, but yep, I think you I try well. Um, sorry, business. sorry, you had those results. <laughs> I wish it were something easier, <laughs> but that's uh, that's that's what I would recommend. He is a he is a he's retired now, even from his radio program. But he has been a brilliant educator, and he's a friend of mine. And and uh, what he says is gold. So you can go with that. Okay. Well, thank you very much. You're welcome. Thanks for the call very, very much. Have a good day and good luck with this one. All right. I've lost my call screen now. I've closed it somewhere on all this. Let me see if I still have it in there anywhere. No, I think I just shut it down. Um, Where am I time-wise? I think I better get a break in anyway, so let me do that. Is that where we are? 
Uh, I can take one more call, and this would be, help me, uh, Kathy and Keller. All right, thank you very much. Kathy, this is Neil. How may I help you? Good morning. Good morning, Neil, and happy anniversary. We're coming up on 54 also. Well, congratulations. Which uh, date? December 13th. Oh, that's great. That's great. Congratulations. Thank you. Um, I have uh, flocks out there. We've only been in Texas for a year and a half, and the flocks out there were doing beautiful this spring, and then we they the roofers had to cover it up with tarp to Ugh. replace our roof, and it burned all the tops of the flocks. Okay. And I thought, oh, that just destroyed all the flowers for the year, but they branched out. And they're blooming on all those branches that came out of the the stalks. I bet they look odd. They're gorgeous. They're just flowers all over the place. Um, I was wondering, um, how do you transplant the flocks when in the spring or fall or? I would do it uh, very early in the spring, just as right. they are starting to grow, uh, and divide them very uh, very gingerly. Uh, I prefer not to divide them. I just let them the clumps get larger. Uh, they don't. They don't. They're, they're not like Shasta daisies that you have to divide every every year. They they're not that prolific, and so I just prefer to leave mine alone and let the clumps get larger. Uh, if I wanted more, I would go buy some more of the same variety rather than trying to divide and redivide and re redivide. What varieties well, do you have? Do you remember? They're taking over. They're the the. Like the uh, your gentleman this morning explained John Fannick. Yeah, the pink with the the dark pink in the middle. Yeah, that's John Fannick. Good, that's a very good one. What you mean? They're taking over the bed or what? Yeah, so they're spreading out quite a bit. Okay, well that that you could do late in the fall, very late in the fall, or the better time would be very very early in the spring as they start to grow. Okay. Because we may want to do something else over there, and they they expanded all the way out they're like six feet by eight feet <laughs> wonderful <laughs> <a lot> of- <laughs> well let me let me tell you you don't know if you're new to texas you don't know the name greg grant at all greg is the uh, uh, smith county extension horticulturist in tyler before that he had worked in san antonio and also for a long time in nacogdoches greg is a very good friend of mine and has been for 30 years but he has done marvelous things in texas to bring us some fabulous plants anytime you hear of something that uh, has been developed and introduced by greg grant it's it's going to be something spectacular that's where we got firebush that's where we got gold star esperanza and a lot of other plants do a little research on greg he's one of the really nice people in texas as well it's one of my go-to references when i need need something identified or just need some advice he is uh, he's he's brilliant He's a, a so great is flock something that you would cut, uh, pinch off in the top so it would branch out like this, or it's just no, something? No, normally else? not. You'd let it go. They, they're beautiful when they bloom. They're stately, and as uh, Steve Huddleston mentioned, uh, they are that particular variety is uh, is stout and holds itself erect nicely. It's a lovely plant. Yes, they are, and yeah. they attract the butterflies. Oh yeah, yeah. It's a it's a very very lovely variety. Where did you move here from? Buffalo, New York. Oh boy, that's quite a that's quite a, a weather change. Oh my goodness. I'm, orig- I'm originally from San Antonio, and I met my husband when he was in the military. So oh, that's, that's great. That's well, why that's, I left. <laughs> yeah, and that's uh, and that variety that you are growing, John Fannick was from Fannick Nursery in San Antonio, Southeast San Antonio. You you heard that mentioned. So that's uh, San Antonio is where I was born. So there we go. Oh, good. Yeah. All right. Well, good luck with it. Yep, that's right. Well, good luck with it. It'll do well for you. Take care. Thanks for the call, Kathy. Glad you're back. All right, folks, I'm going to take a break. We'll get the news done, and then we'll come right back and finish the program. About another half hour ahead, we have James and River Oaks with watermelons and Gordy in Fort Worth with uh, Burr Oaks, and uh, we'll try to help him. So there we go. Let me uh, 
tell you about sunburst shutters right now. This is always a joy because I know how excited you'll be. They have a car that they go out on their sales calls in, and we've seen that car two or three times. And I think every time I see that car, that is so cool because there goes uh, a, a happy customer in the making. They don't know it yet, but they're about to find out. And that's that's what is so nice because when, when the sunburst shutter sales rep uh, pulls up to the door and goes in, people find out what I'm saying. These are really nice people with a superior product. Sunburst Shutter, it does not get any better than Sunburst Shutters. They are custom fit to each opening in your house. And you, if, if you're new to my program, you're saying, well, Neil, that's not, that's not spectacular. Uh, all the windows are the same size. Well, but the tape and bed work that was done on those windows after they were installed is not the same size. And you get up and you try to sleep in. If you if you are light sensitive like I am and you try to sleep in and you start seeing all those cracks of light, it'll drive you nuts. If you're not light sensitive, then you think I'm nuts, and you probably are. But sunburst shutters took care of that for me. They're easy to clean. They're easy to open and shut. And they are not made of wood. So they don't have to be painted. They're either white or off-white. You choose the color you want. They can be painted, but they do that for you. They're made of polywood. It's a man-made material that is proprietary to sunburst shutters. It looks like wood. It feels like wood. It feels like the finest grade of finish of any wood shutter you've ever touched. They're plantation-style shutters, two-and-a-half, three-and-a-half, or four-and-a-half-inch louver size. And the larger the shutter... The, uh, the fewer lines you have when you open them. They're spectacular. We've had them for 11 years, I think. Somewhere about that, more than 10. And we love them. Sunburstshutters.com. Also available in Austin, San Antonio, Houston, and Waco. You're going to love them. I think I've said that. 214-343-2601. Let them come to your house in that cute little car. 214-343-2601. If they show up in some old clunker of a car say hey where's the cute little car neil was talking about 214-343-2601 sunburstshutters.com listen to wbap in your home just ask your smart speaker and she'll gladly assist alexa open wbap wherever you want us whenever you want us news talk 820 wbap wbap.com if you are doing a landscape remodel because of the cold damage last spring, you say, you know what, it is time to redo this landscape. Have to put new shrubs in anyway, let's do a remodel. Chances are you're going to be using more stone than you had before. You can pick up stone that you have and put it somewhere else. You can bring stone in and do a complete redo. And that's where Whiskey Stone can help you. Take photos of your landscape out and tell them what you want to do. I want a retaining wall over there. I'm tired of that steep slope, hard to mow. Do it in two steps. Have a retaining wall and split it so it's not so hard to maintain. Or if you want a, a pathway, a garden path with some beautiful stepping stones in it and ground cover and all of that, they can help you with that. They, they've been talking this language for a long time, since 1983. They also have access to landscape contractors who know how to do it beautifully. They'll give you their uh, references, they'll give you their referrals, their names and contact information, and those folks will be happy to help you as well. They deliver anywhere you can hear me. So granted, they're in southeast Fort Worth. It's a destination location. You go to them and you look at that. They can't bring 22 acres. It would take a big, cute car, not the cute little car for the shutters. They'd have to have... 22 acres of stone, not going to bring those to you to show. You go to them in this case, but you'll love it. They're open Monday through Saturday, and it's just cool to see all of that stone in one place. You'll want some of all of it, and then they'll bring it to you. Whiskey Stone, nice, great people to work with, Mike and Derek Wisnan and the whole team. Okay, here are the contact things. 4501 East Loop 820 South in Southeast Fort Worth, 817 817- Four two nine zero eight twenty two whiz hyphen q dot com. It's Whiz Q Stone. Ninety nine years serving DFW. Trending now. Trending now on WBAP and WBAP.com. 
The freeze on evictions ended yesterday. I'm Dennis Martin at the WBAP 24-7 News Desk. ClassicChevrolet.com, WBAP first traffic and weather on the ones. Construction has closed the HOV lanes, both east and westbound I-30 between Jim Miller Road and Northwest Drive. Another construction project's blocking Highway 67's HOV lanes in both directions between Loop 12 Ledbetter and Camp Wisdom Road. And construction blocks an entrance ramp to southbound 35W at the Tarrant Parkway. For WBAP's first traffic on the ones, I'm Dennis Martin. Now the WBAP forecast going to be sunny and hot today. Scattered showers and storms possible late in the day. The high temperature right around 100 degrees. Monday, lingering showers or storms in the morning. After that, partly cloudy, a little cooler. Rest of the day tomorrow, uh, with the high temperature, should hit 91. Got 86 degrees, lots of sunshine right now. A federal freeze on most evictions that was enacted last year expired Saturday. The moratorium was put in place by the U.S. Centers for Disease Control to help hard-hit Americans get through the pandemic. The National Low-Income Housing Coalition now expects evictions and homelessness will increase. Ten of Texas' big city mayors are calling on Congress to adopt the bipartisan infrastructure bill. Fort Worth Mayor Maddie Parker is one of them. We haven't had as a supplemental partner on the federal side, and this is what this um, infrastructure bill really represents. Um, it's an intentional investment into the future of not only Fort Worth, Texas, but all Texas cities that are really why we're here today. Parker says the infrastructure bill would have a significant impact on Fort Worth and therefore, of course, the rest of Texas as well. From the WBAP 24-7 News Desk, I'm Dennis Martin. Next update will be at 10 o'clock. 24-7 News coverage at WBAP.com. Thank you, Dennis, very much. I want to tell you about silverback painting and staining. Maybe you want to get uh, something all tuned up. You've been remodeling the landscape. You want to remodel the uh, the, the, the uh, wrought iron fence, or maybe it's the, um, uh, the wood fence or the wood uh, patio structure, whatever it is. If you need a stainer or a painter, I have somebody I want to recommend very, very highly. Phone number for silverback painting and staining is 469 469- Four five two ninety eight ninety two. Probably not one soul has written that number down yet, but I'm going to give you reason that you want to. That's the number of Alex Evans. Alex is our grandson. He's working to pay his way through his second year of college at Texas A&M in College Station. He's majoring in construction science, so this is right up his alley. And uh, Alex grew up with a paintbrush in his hand. His dad is a painter. And Alex has learned from the best, and he will he will be happy to come out. He owns this company himself, and this is how he's paying his way through school, his room and board. And all the prof- profits uh, go toward his college funds at A&M. Silverback Staining and Painting, he uh, does a masterful job on wrought iron fencing that has become rusted and and uh, unsightly. He does a beautiful job on that. But he also will do patio covers and shutters, garage doors, uh, any kind of fencing, corvals. Uh, if you have uh, any kind of work of that sort, uh, not, there isn't a lot of time left. He's going to be leaving for his uh, fall semester in just two or three weeks. I know he's making a quick run down there tomorrow and then back again. So my suggestion is give him a call and get on his docket before time runs out. That's Alex Evans with Silverback Painting and Staining at 469-452-9892. Oh, it needs to be in Collin County, please. That is one restriction because that's where he lives, and it's better for him if he's not having to drive all over Texas. Silverback Painting, Alex Evans, 469 459- 452-9892. Your latest news, traffic, and weather. If you're not informed, then you're out of the loop. All you have to do is ask. Alexa, open WBAP. eGardens is my free electronic newsletter from my computer to your email Thursday nights a little after 6 p.m. It is free. It always will be. Has been for 17 years. 
And uh, there always are five stories in eGardens. One of them will always be a featured plant of the week. One of them will always be a featured question of the week. And one of them will always be gardening this weekend, where I point out things you do need to do in the next uh, three or four days over that weekend. Thursdays at 6 p.m., remember, is the time that it distributes. We'd love to have you sign up for it. You can see what it looks like by going to my website, neilsperry.com. Click on the eGardens tab. That's where you sign up. And it's also where you can see the most recent issue of Neil Sperry's eGardens. Free and weekly. Sign up at Neil Sperry, N-E-I-L-S-P-E-R-R-Y dot com. Temperatures are rising, and so are those pesky pollen counts. So get a handle on your family's allergies sooner rather than later. Find a doc or schedule an appointment with the MyBSW Health app from Baylor Scott & White Health. To download yours, text the word BETTER to 88408. And now, back to Neil. All right, Stuby, thank you very much. Let's go to James in River Oaks. James, this is Neil. Good morning. Good morning to you. Yes, sir. Uh, I planted some uh, Charleston gray watermelons here at my place in River Oaks. I also planted some at my son's in Springtown. Both places, the watermelons on the opposite end of the stem are turning black. And they're not growing anymore. They're just starting to rot. So is that a disease or can you tell me what's going on? I have your book. And All right, and so you're talking about at the blossom end of the fruit, it is turning black and starting to rot. Yes, sir. All right. Um, is the fruit, how how big is the fruit when this starts to happen? Well, I've had various sizes. I just picked one this morning that's about uh, 14 inches long and about um, 7 so it's inches a- in diameter. All right, so it's of good size. It's not like three or four days yeah. after after it uh, uh, becomes a fruit. All right, uh, so that is not failure of pollination. We can rule that out. Um, my guess would be: is it is it mushy or is it is it hard and and dry? It's mushy. It's it even even the smaller ones, like uh, maybe one that was uh, uh, four inches long and one that was six inches long. The same thing happened to them. Okay, does it have any kind of a, a, a really bad smell to it, a putrid aroma? No, sir, I didn't, uh, I didn't try that. Well, you'd notice, just, just in handling it, you'd notice. That's probably a fungal uh, soft rot brought on by all of the moisture that they encountered. Um, I, oh. I don't have a better answer. It may be something else. I don't know. Uh, but that would be my guess. Uh, it has been a very wet uh, spring and early summer. And that would be my guess. I would think that would abate now that it's turned hot and dry. Um, you want to make sure that the, the fruit is, I, I'm, this is not my strongest suit. I, I want to tell you right now, what I would do is Google Texas A&M uh, horticulture. Aggie horticulture is, is the way they list their website. Aggie horticulture, um, fungal rot, watermelons. I would also do Texas A&M plant pathology, uh, uh, fruit rot watermelons, and see what they show in the plant disease handbook. I would take off uh, Texas A&M and just leave university uh, plant pathology, fungal fruit rot watermelons. Get into university websites and, and have it be plant pathology websites and see what you can find. I think you'll find that, that this is a pathologic problem. And uh, some okay. of those uh, some of those university plant pathology uh, websites will help you. Um, you're probably going to have to uh, har- uh, pick off any that are uh, already uh, in- infected. Uh, you may want to make sure that you have mulch under the, the good ones as they form so that they're not making contact with the ground. Make sure there's no insect uh, that is uh, giving harbor to the or, you know, bringing that in, I don't think there would be, but or any kind of injury that would let it gain entrance. The fact that it's happening at the at the flower end, that happens to squash a lot. Um, it, like summer squash, yeah. it'll happen really quickly when the squash is just getting started. You'll have the, the soft rot of the fruit. But yeah, it may I'm be that a fungicide spray would help. I'll, I'll quit talking because I'm not sure I have any more to offer. But uh, but the the fungal soft rots of uh, squash sometimes a fungicide will help. Go ahead. What were you going to say? Well, I thought maybe it was the squash bug. Maybe it had something to do with that. But 
uh, haven't seen any. So I I wouldn't think so on fruit that's that big. That's pretty pretty big by the time it's eight or twelve inches long. So, right. Yeah, I don't. I well, don't I think so. Thought it might be a watering system, but I've used the drip system on both places. Right. So I thought maybe we we're getting them too wet because we water about every other day, sometimes every three days. And that probably would be fine uh, if you're watering deeply and and uh, letting them develop good deep roots. I I really am out of ideas because I don't work in watermelons very much, but that would be my recommendation. Be look at those university websites. This is I'm sure is not an uncommon problem. I really would also recommend going down to smaller size watermelons. Anytime you get to the big ones, uh, it's it's a lot more challenging. That I do know to be fact. Right. Well, we tried. We have uh, four, five different uh, species out at uh, Springtown, and they're all doing fine. It's just the Charleston Gray we're having problems with. Well, that's that's so, one of the big ones, and and they're going to be more uh, more difficult uh, to bring to maturity. They 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 like you know they just they like sandy soil, perfect soil, perfect conditions, and any variation from that, and they're going to have more challenges. James, that's the best I have. I'm I'm not the world authority on watermelons. Uh, thank you very much. You've been You're welcome. Thanks for the call. All right, Gordy in Fort Worth. I can probably help you better than I did him. How can I help? Hi, Neil. I greatly appreciate uh, the opportunity to talk to you. Sure, um, thank I you. I have a burr oak that is rapidly, uh, the leaves are rapidly turning brown and, and uh, falling to the ground. And I was just wondering if I get your advice. I, I've seen the recent posting on oaks. Um, but I just wonder if this is maybe more of a, a water issue or a disease issue with I, the bird. I, I don't think it's going to be either of those. I think it's either going to be cold injury or it's going to be uh, lace bugs. And uh, lace bugs normally do not cause them to fall. And so I, I worry now about the, the cold stuff. Let's uh, talk a little bit. How old are the? This is one tree or more than one? This is just one tree, and I didn't plant it, but my guess would be it's probably 10 to 15 years old, no more than 15 because my my property is, you know, well, my house is only 15 years old, so a right. you know, previous owner planted it. How how did it look um, a year ago? Was it normal and healthy and vigorous? Well, it's at times it almost seemed like it was every other year um, that it would start to develop and maybe drop some leaves. This is probably the most it's dropped, but you know, it was a full canopy, beautiful, you know, beautiful green leaves. And then like I said, all of a sudden uh, they'd start turning brown and, and dropping. They're falling you know, at a pretty good rate right now. Do you know what lace bug damage on burr oaks looks like? Uh, not specifically. No. All right. Let me describe it and tell me if you saw that last year, uh, lace bugs will turn a burr oak, um, the color of a manila folder. They'll turn the leaves that color one tiny pinprick at a time. But you get 10 million lace bugs, and they, they turn the leaves tan really quickly. They just they, they look really pale. And at the same time, you look at the plant from 40 feet away or 30 feet away, and you see a sheen to the plant because they also are, are giving off a sticky honeydew. It looks like it's been kind of lightly spray varnished um and the leaves are sticky and you get sticky residue on the ground underneath did you see any of that last year or or one of these years when it wasn't looking good yeah that that might be a good way to describe it yes all right that's lace bug damage um if you i may have a photo of that in my book and i certainly uh, you will have no trouble finding uh, photos of lace bug damage on burr oaks online uh, so I would, okay. uh, I would, I would look for that uh, on the backs of the leaves when they're impacted by by lace bugs. This also hits uh, uh, chinkapin oaks as well, uh, primarily those two species. But lace bugs will get on a lot of other plants, but in the oak category, it'd be those two. Uh, you'll find little black specks all over the leaves on the back. Those are that's the excrement of the lace bugs. You'll rarely see the actual bugs. They're like cellophane. They're like clear cellophane. And they're oh smaller than BBs, uh, but that's that's what would cause the tan leaves, and they will draw, uh, drop drop. Um, they don't drop profusely, but they will drop. All right, so that's one set of possibilities. The other set of possibilities that is what you saw in the description. Um, when when I 
illustrated the the story that Steve Hauser wrote in uh, in my e gardens a week ago. Um, and you can still access that by going to this week's eGardens and clicking the link back to the one from a week earlier. It's in it's in one of the stories, um, that link backwards. Um, you can see a burr oak that I photographed on McDermott in Allen. Um, and it's a mature, it's probably 22 inches in diameter. And it has lost outer branches back to the canopy. There's a lollipop of good green growth and then a bunch of dead branches sticking out of it like antennas coming out of it. And uh, okay. that is a burr oak, and, and it's just not happy. And those leaves have dropped at some point. I, actually, I don't think they ever leafed out this spring. But I'm seeing burr oaks that are, are dropping some leaves that way. I'm seeing all kinds of oaks that leafed out this spring, and then now that it has turned suddenly very hot and very dry, they're dropping some of the leaves that they produced in the spring. So there are all kinds of different things happening to oaks. So this may be the reason to hire a, a, a certified arborist to come look at your tree. Okay. I appreciate that. I, I gave you a lot to think about, and I didn't give you a very good answer, but it's uh, kind of in there somewhere. Um, it may be nothing more than lace bugs. I would certainly start with that. And if it's lace bugs, uh, I would probably not panic at this point. I certainly wouldn't panic. And next spring you might want to use a systemic insecticide, imidacloprid, the, the common systemic insecticide, imidacloprid, I-M-I-D-A-C-L-O-P-R-I-D. Use that as a drench around the tree, um, first of June, maybe, and let it be in okay. the in the wood of the tree, in the leaves of the tree, before the lace bugs arrive, if that's what is okay. doing it. So, hope that helps. Well, I greatly appreciate, yeah, I greatly appreciate it. Uh, I've you know, I appreciate the end of your answer coming down to an arborist because that's probably what I'm going to end up doing. But uh, I I appreciate the, again the opportunity to speak with you and your extreme knowledge. Well, you bet. Glad to help. Thanks for the call. All right, Kevin in North Richland Hills, I'll get to you. Stay right there. We'll help you with the mulberry tree. Uh, folks, if you are looking for a reference book, Neil Spray's Lone Star Gardening is the one I want to recommend to you. I think it will more than pay for itself within a year. If not, I'll be happy to buy it back from you. That's my guarantee. It may pay for itself a lot faster than that. Chapter 2 alone will probably pay for itself uh, for the book. Uh, it is a 48-page calendar of when to plant, prune, fertilize, and spray all the plants in your landscape and garden. It's a lot of information in Chapter 2, 48 pages, 4 pages per month of what needs to be done in each one of those months. Now, Chapter 1 is the basics of gardening in Texas. Chapter 3 is a comprehensive chapter on trees involving a lot of lists and charts and a lot of photographs. There are 840 photographs throughout this book. Chapter 4 is shrubs, and then we have vines and ground covers, annuals, perennials, lawns, fruit, and vegetables. It took me a year to write the book, but it took me a lifetime to accumulate the knowledge to be able to write it. Carolyn Skye was my editor. She's a fabulous friend and a wonderful editor. Cindy Smith, the graphic designer, uh, just outshines everybody. She did a beautiful job of putting 840 photographs into 344 pages and making it look coherent. Thank you, Cindy. So that's what the book is. It's a hardback printed in Texas on high-quality paper and bound in Texas. Neil Spray's Lone Star Gardening, not in stores and not on Amazon. You order by calling my office Monday through Friday, uh, 9 to 5, and that's 800 752 Grow. It's only $36.95 plus tax and postage, satisfaction guaranteed. We have 67,000 copies sold to date and not one request for a refund. That's at neilsperry.com. That's the better way to order it. Or call my office Monday through Friday, 800 752 GROW. The better way, Neil Sperry. For more than 20 years, I've told you about advanced foundation repair leaders in the foundation repair industry. They hold the patents. They led the way. First with a warranty that's transferable owner to owner for the lifetime of the house. Don't let expanding and contracting clay soils tear up your foundation and ruin your house. Call for their free home inspection. Advanced Foundation Repair. 214-333-0003. It's foundationrepairs.com. 
Since 1983, the experts at WhizQ Stone have been a leader across the Metroplex turning landscape dreams into reality. With 22 acres, WhizQ Stone has the largest landscape selection in Texas, including natural stones such as flagstone, boulders, river rock, and more. To experience what WhizQ Stone can do, their large lifestyle display is certainly a place for inspiration. The skilled professionals at WhizQ Stone can help you have the outdoor living area you've always wanted. Check out their product page on their website at whiz-q.com. They can supply not only the hardscape, but the tools to do it yourself. From masonry supplies to landscape supplies to pond and water gardens, WhizQ Stone has what you need to build the lifestyle of your dreams. WhizQ Stone can deliver any product anywhere in the USA. Visit the experts at WhizQ at whiz-q.com or call 817-429-0822. WhizQ Stone. Leaders in hardscape and landscaping supplies, helping to build the lifestyle of your dreams. Mueller, homegrown goodness, that's what they're all about. They've been producing quality steel buildings and metal roofing right here in Texas for 90 years. Now you can grow a Mueller greenhouse right in your own backyard. They've just added the 12 by 21 foot size, a bigger one. That's a great idea. Their easy-to-assemble bolt-together greenhouses come in five sizes from 6x9 all the way up to that 12 by 21 They feature a galvanized steel frame with more than 30 designer trim colors from which to choose. With hail-resistant polycarbonate panels, lockable walk doors and windows, a Mueller greenhouse will let the sun shine in while it protects your plants year-round. Don't let the weather ruin what you've worked so hard to produce. Get yourself a great greenhouse from a Texas-grown company. This is the time of year to be thinking about that greenhouse. Get it ready so you'll be ready for the wintertime. Visit them online at MuellerInc.com or give them a call at 877-2-MUELLER. That's 877-268-3553. MuellerInc.com, M-U-E-L-L-E-R-I-N-C.com. 877-268-3553, Mueller Greenhouses. Ah, tis the season for exploring the great outdoors, which is also a great time to make sure we're up for all the hiking and biking. Find a doc or schedule an appointment with the MyBSW Health app from Baylor Scott & White Health. To download yours, text the word BETTER to 88408. Once again, here's Neil. Thank you, Stuby. Let's go back to the phones to Kevin in North Richland Hills. Kevin, I have about a minute. How can I help? Good morning, Neil. Yes, hey, I have a question about um, uh, fruitless mulberry, and uh, uh, I think it was uh, planted in 1977, and it, it's huge. Uh, but it's uh, uh, during this time of the year, every year, uh, it loses, um, it leaves under the canopy. Yes, sir. Is that normal? Yes, absolutely. Uh, any large-leafed tree, especially the fast-growing ones, will overproduce what it's able to uh, keep up with once it turns hot and dry. Uh, they uh, they they leaf out with all this promise of cool, wet weather that they have in May and this year in early June, and then suddenly they realize, yikes, <laughs> we we bit off more than we can chew, and they start shedding leaves. They all do it, and it'll be the older leaves. Uh, down toward the roots, and and, uh, yes, that's normal. Just water it as you normally would. It'll be fine. Hey, I got to run. Hey, everybody, thank you for listening. Podcast of this up on my website tomorrow evening. Happy gardening.